have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Straight from the chest. Welcome. My name is Justin Groth, guys. I want to thank you for giving me your listening ear. Thank you for tuning in with me. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. This is a personal development podcast that that I gear towards hopefully hopefully igniting some dormant flames or or igniting some of the dormant passion that lies within you guys. That's my premise. That's my purpose on this podcast. I hope it serves you well. But really, there's there's just been this question that's been really just surfacing over me uh, through the past couple of days, few days, and I want to ask it to you. Do you think that your life, your life, the way it plays out with how you succeed or what successes you come into, do you think that's just a part of your destiny, that that's just given to you no matter what happens, no matter if you mess up, no matter if you're a screw up your entire life, eventually you're going to come into your destiny or do you believe that it's through willful actions that cause you to step into new opportunities and really orient your life towards different different trajectories that cause you to be successful. And I think that, you know, really, you know, playing uh, playing both sides of the spectrum or devil's advocate, really, I'm gonna say that if we're if we're looking into this seriously, there are biographies of people that you could actually cherry pick certain elements of their biography to really instantiate the fact that they really didn't have any part in this. And it was really all destiny. And it was really when God gave them and laced them with a certain type of gift or gifted them with something that it was because of his will that it was brought to pass. And yes, maybe they detoured for a year, two years, seven years, whatever, and it could have came sooner, but it still manifested. And then there are also people in their biographies that you can really cherry pick the other, the alternate part of the argument, which is they did everything on their end to line up the opportunities, develop the responsibility, orient their position in life to where they not only hung out with the right people, but they made the right moves. They continually made prompts and efforts towards an enlightened element or an enlightened rather trajectory in their life, which then positioned them to receive certain opportunities. And then that obviously developed and manifested into their success in life. Which one is it? And I think that most rational people will say, well, it's Justin, it's somewhere in the middle. And I think that even with, even because that takes no thought to say, I think that's probably the best answer that you can give. Because really, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you can't actually decipher or dissect which one it is because you can make the argument for both people because like I said there are many people that can serve both ends of the spectrum here in their biographies if you go through their biographies so what do you do wait until you know glory you know extends upon you or do you do something about it Again, I think the answer is in the middle. And you really, you, I, none of us have the authority, A, 
and and fathomability be to really start to dissect how that looks or what it actually is if it's destiny driven and destiny biased or if it's willful action on your end and you actually choose the path because like i said there are many people that you that were basically screw ups their entire life and then god positioned them in a certain way, brought a certain person in their life that gave them a certain opportunity they wouldn't have otherwise. So if those opportunities weren't given, where would they be? I mean, it's all opportunity driven. I, I don't care who you are. Like if if you, for example, let's take someone like, um, let's take someone like Kevin Hart, Okay. He was, if you know, oh no, let's take someone like like Tyson. This is a better, this is a better depiction. If Tyson had never met Customato, we wouldn't know who Mike Tyson is because Customato made Mike Tyson into who he was. He he started, he took Mike Tyson and he molded him like clay. Well, had Mike Tyson never met Cus and never went through the preliminary actions that led to meeting Cus, he would have never been the champion that we know him today. He would have never developed the skills that he has today, both psychologically and physically. We would not know who Mike Tyson is. We would just have Muhammad Ali and and all the other greats to list. We would just have them. We wouldn't have a Tyson. And Tyson actually is the one that puts fear in most people's eyes in terms of the boxing community, like nobody else. (laughs) I tell you this, I'd way much rather fight Muhammad Ali than Mike Tyson. I just, it's not even, it's not even a, not even a question like nope but like i'm saying if we if he hadn't met cuss and been given that opportunity we wouldn't have a mike tyson so how do you dispense with that how do you dissect that did mike tyson figure out who customato was hit him up you know send him a dm obviously those didn't exist back then (laughs) but call him and say hey can you train me that didn't exist, man. That I'm sorry, that doesn't exist. He sucked him out. He saw something in Mike. Well, where do you think that came from? Where do you think that vision from Cuss to Mike came from? Now, if you're like me and you're spiritual and you believe in God, you believe God gave Cuss that that yearning and urgency to adopt Mike, both literally and 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 physically as a boxer. And then gel him into what he is or mold him into what he is and what he became to be. That's destiny. I mean, really, it's really the it's really a, a, a combination of the two merging together. Happen chance opportunity, which is destiny oriented. And then willful action on Mike's end, because Mike clearly saw something in being a boxer that that started to make the wheels turn but you need both but then again man i know there's been biographies that i've that i've read or not read rather um listened to about certain people that really they were just screw-ups and they just were given opportunities no matter what and there are some people that are just so hard and driven towards something and then they make it but obviously right I guess, obviously, you work hard enough, things happen. The only thing that you can melt out of this is this. 
This is like, well, this is the only thing that I can melt out of this. Keep positioning yourself with the authentic patterns that keep you going in life. Even if there is no payoff. Because I can promise you, these patterns don't beget payoff right away. And that's sometimes, that is sometimes the nail in the coffin for some people. That's why they give up because there's no payoff right away. And especially in the world that we live in with instant gratification with everything. I can get Venmo, transfer it to my account, boom, another grand in my account with a click of a with the click of my thumb or a dollar, whatever is Venmo to me, but I'm saying that's instant gratification. Instagram, Facebook with likes and comments and all that. It's instant, man. You can put out a store. If you have a good following, you'll get massive DMs right away. Massive likes right away. That's gratification. And that's something that happens quick. And so we 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 kind of we kind of we're kind of convoluted in the sense of how we think our career should lay itself out. Or how we think our when we position ourselves in a certain way because it's 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 a leveling up, so to speak, that we are are trying to position ourselves with. We think automatically opportunities hit now, now, and that's not how it works. Well, sometimes it does for some people, right? That's kind of happen chance. But at the same time, these patterns are going to produce a payoff someday, but not in the day that you'd like because that day is now. And that's going to really discern, that's going to really actually, I guess, dictate what, Actually, if you have what it takes or not, God's trying to see if you have what it takes. He's trying to see if you have the due diligence and you actually have the ability to create yourself and create is a kind of a, a I would say create is more of a off term. We don't, we don't use, we don't say that word create often, but that's really what it is. You're creating yourself right now. You're creating your patterns. You're creating your authentic identity. You actually are trying to extract it, but that's creating it because you don't know what it is. So your best bet is to be authentic, even if you screw up during it. Because you're consistently writing your signature every day. You don't know it, but you are. You're writing your signature every day. I'm getting goosebumps. You're writing it every day. But some of you have the pen in the other person's hand. And I think you need to take that pen back. Because in reality, you're letting somebody else write your story, man. And you think you have a say in it, but you don't. The only person, if you're like me, you don't have to be. But if you're like me, you know that the only person that's co-authoring this with you is God. But you're allowing people that are far beneath God to take a hold of the pen. And I think those same people are telling you that, look, man, if it's not, if it's not quick, 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 you got to just stop. Go move on to something else. You got time. That's the problem. Maybe you have too much time. Maybe because you are, you have too much time, you're, you're, you're too you're too wishy-washy with everything. 
Maybe you get need to get down and dirty with yourself and actually open up what you mean to this earth, what you can contribute and what you can contribute effortlessly that comes actually as a reciprocation when you do it, like a, a reciprocal positive feedback. When you feel that, you have to keep doing that. And nobody might understand it. And no one will be able to understand why your visions are they like they are. Why do you want to name your business this? Who cares? When I first got involved with my business, Fitness Extraordinaire, it was called, it, I'm sorry, I had this, this urgency to call it that. I don't know why I just liked the way it sounded. That was me. That was me. And that's kind of grandiose to some degree, but I don't, anybody who knows me knows that that's not my character. It's just that that's what I liked. I liked that grandiosity element to it, right? My landlord, well, the, the person, my previous landlord that was there that was actually owned the building thought I should call it Premier Fitness, because it's more generalized and it's easily consumed, right? It's more palatable than fitness extraordinaire. I didn't care. I didn't. And I know that sounds so minuscule because you're like, oh, well, that's just the name of the little business that you have. Yes, but what if that business turns out to be big? What if it turns out to be global? And I had stuck with Premier Fitness, somebody else's penmanship, essentially, over my penmanship. Now, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to bloviate here and speak pompously like this is all, you know, it's all me, it's all me, but I am saying go with your gut and develop the patterns that call you intrinsically to be unique. That's not something that should be taken trivially here. And I think maybe many people undercast it. And kind of discard it because it's like, who cares? You know, it's not a big, you know, go over here, go, this person's really successful, do real estate, you know, you're not, maybe you're not cut out for that. Maybe you're cut out to build cabinets, but build cabinets so magnificently. If you keep doing this cabinet building for another 12 years on your own, you're going to turn into the next, I don't know. I kind of walk myself into a to a to a corner there. You're gonna you're gonna become the best cabinet maker on the planet because you have a belief in your cabinet making abilities. That's the only thing you have here: your signature, your penmanship, and your patterns that are not producing a payoff right now, but will eventually if you're good enough. And you will orient yourself in a specific trajectory in your life that will cause opportunities to unravel. And this, this destiny, look man, God already infused you with the gifts. He's calling you to extract them and that starts with you applying authentic identity to your penmanship. That means you have the pen, not somebody else, and you're writing it as you see it, creating yourself along the way. That's a part of the process. That is the process, in fact. And if you forego that process, you will ultimately, probably, most likely, forego the monumental legacy that you could leave.
done.